What's up, everybody? Peflin here, and welcome to episode 348 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. Before we get on to today's question from Bethany, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is aweber.com, the email service provider I've been using since day one since starting an email list. And unfortunately, I didn't start an email list soon enough. I lost out on a number of different subscribers, a number of different opportunities to sell things down the road, especially on greenexamacademy.com. Um, I made a big mistake, and I didn't start my email list soon enough. I made the same mistake on smartpassiveincome.com, started it in October of 2008, didn't start building my email list till January of 2010. Man, if I could start over, that's one thing I would do differently. I would start building my email list from the start, and I would recommend AWeber because they're easy to use, easy to get set up, great customer service, and uh, very reliable. So go to aweber.com slash askpat, and you can check it out for 30 days for free. aweber.com, A-W-E-B-E-R.com slash askpat. All right, here's today's question from Bethany. Hi, Pat. My name is Bethany. I was wondering how often you go back and edit all of your blog posts. I know since you, uh, if you have like a new video that might would fit in with a post that you shared a few years ago, um, do you go back, like, how do you go back and organize all of that? Or how do you find the old posts and where the new information might fit into the old information? Thank you. Hey, Bethany, what's up? Thank you so much for the question, and honestly, I'm going to tell you straight up, I don't do as good of a job as I could with going back and editing old posts. I do uh, sometimes, but oftentimes they are because people have either prompted me or emailed me or messaged me or tweeted at me to do so or were asking questions about older posts that then I go back to and I'm like, wow, this could actually be updated. Then I do it right then and there. Not as good as I could be. Now, what would be ideal? Ideal is I would come out with a new post and as I'm publishing it or before I hit the publish button or perhaps even right after, doesn't matter, just as long as you're thinking about it, you hit publish, you check out what other blog posts that you've had in the past that can potentially relate to it because there's a lot of things you can do. It's not just going back into older posts and updating them. It's going up to older posts and adding new resources, adding new links, um, maybe changing the information. Sometimes, and I've done this in the past, again, prompted by my audience, which is great. I love my audience for this. But again, I could be more proactive. Going back to older posts, saying at the top of the posts that there is a new updated version and linking directly to that new post. Or if, for example, maybe the post talks about one particular part of a, a much bigger topic, and if it's a new post, you go back into older ones that are related to the same topic and say, hey, here's the next part or here's another look at this very same topic or going back into the past and cross-linking actually saying in the past uh, post that you have or podcast episode or video or whatever it is using text to say, oh, well, we actually have an updated version that talks about another part of this particular topic. Go ahead and check it out here. Again, it just becomes a great resource Overall, your site becomes a great resource when you can interlink and share things and also have things be as updated as possible. One of the cool things to do, instead of actually going back into an older post and updating it, at which point you would know that people who are brand new to your site might never see it. People who are subscribed to your RSS feed don't see it because that's already been published. So instead of actually just focusing on going back into time and updating an old post, which I think you should still do, but let me talk more about that in a sec. 
instead of only thinking about that older post, you actually take that topic and bring it back to life. You talk about it again, and that's okay. And you can use that opportunity to talk about it in a different light. You can talk about it at a different angle. You can, you can um, yeah, angle is what I meant to say, not ankle. Uh, you can update people on your progress on that particular thing. You can maybe bring it back and say, you know what, this doesn't work anymore, or you know what, this actually works in this way this time. And then that's cool because everybody who's brand new to your site will see it. It'll be fresh in your archives. People who are subscribed to your RSS will see it. There'll be more opportunities for people to share that article. There'll be more opportunities for people to subscribe to your list because of that article. But then you can go back in time because a lot of things that happened in the past in your blog are probably getting found in Google as well. And so you want to make sure that people who come to your older posts are seeing fresh new content, whether you change that as well, even if you kind of bring it back into a new post. I mean, it's okay to write about the same thing twice. That, that was a big realization for me because a lot of people don't see both posts. A lot of people do see both posts but appreciate the different spin or angle, and a lot of people are happy to be reminded of something that you've written about a long time ago that they might have to read again because they missed or they didn't have an opportunity to put that into practice. Now, if I could create a schedule in terms of how often I should go back and edit and update old posts, you know, I would say I would I would I, I would say at least once a month. You know, spending an hour or two going back into the past and seeing what old posts that I could update, and spending a little bit of time updating those as well. Whether that's linking to a new resource or post, or just completely changing that that copy so that it is updated. And that's how I would approach it. I would literally put it in the calendar, and I should do this. And you'll see a lot of new things come out on Smart Passive Income where I'll be putting better things into practice. You'll see a lot of the different components of Smart Passive Income start to talk to each other in a cohesive manner. This is what I'm talking about is a brand or rebranding kind of happening that's uh, that's happening later this year. So that'll be kind of cool. And I will be putting a lot of very regimented practices into place to keep the content going and keep the content fresh. And one of those things is actually going back into the past and you know, there are people out there that could potentially do that for you on your team, for example, or you could hire somebody to go back in the past and give you a list of the blog posts that you need to potentially go back to so that you don't have to go into each and every one of your own. And one thing that could actually help, which can really help those who are just starting out especially, is actually keeping a spreadsheet of all the posts that you've written, including keywords and maybe general summaries of each of those topics so that you can go back in the future Back to the future. See what it did there. So in the future, you can go back and see in a really quick bird's eye point of view everything that you have going on. You'll be able to sort them, see potentially what topics could be written about more uh, or see which ones seem to be most popular and go back into the past and see which ones could potentially need to be updated. So having a spreadsheet, even just a, a Google sheet for that is uh, something that I think would be really helpful and you know something that I could probably have one of my VAs do for me so that I can have that list, which would be which would be really helpful. I have that for Ask Pat because I needed it to create the show and put all the pieces together. I didn't do that for my blog and 600 posts in. Now I'm finally realizing that it would have been nice to spend just a few seconds to put those into a spreadsheet before hitting publish. And uh, it's something I might do in the future to stay organized, which is really important as you move forward. So Bethany, thank you so much for the question today. We're going to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. You'll hear from my assistant within the next couple of weeks so that we can collect your information for that. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. I also want to thank aweber.com for being super 
easy to use and helping me build an email list of over 100,000 people and also utilize that autoresponder, which is really important. You may have heard in episode 159 of the Smart Passive Income podcast about the importance of autoresponders in your email sequence and your funnels and your marketing and also staying connected with your audience. That's what I love email for is to literally send emails to individuals so that I can stay connected with them so that when I do have something that's more pressing, something more with a time restraint on it, they'll be more likely to open it. They'll be more likely to respond or take action on those emails. So check it out, 30 days for free. Go to aweber.com, A-W-E-B-E-R.com slash askpat, and you can check it out for 30 days for free, aweber.com slash askpat. And finally, I'd love to end with a quote from Maya Angelou. She says, if you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Don't complain. Thank you so much for listening in today. I really appreciate it. And as always, I am really excited to serve you in whatever episode of Ask Pat you listen to next. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. Take care.